0: It's me trying to tell you, baby, I just want to take my team all the way to the top where we supposed to keep him made this way down underneath my feet, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to feed my family. Lord, keep me safe while I'm out here, What's going on? It's your boy, AD. It's a Solomon. And this is Reparations, Reparations TV. Now, it's just kind of our attention. Just speaking to people out and about and you know paying attention to what's going on in the world, that a lot of people don't even know what the word reparations means, let Mm -hmm. alone what people are trying to accomplish when they say that word. Now, um, Solomon, as far as reparations is concerned, there is the Webster's definition, right? Right. And then also there is what reparations means to us on an individual level. Correct. Now Do you want us to go into, like, the Webster's definition, or should we, you know, talk about what it means to us personally?
1: You know what? I think we should take an objective uh, approach and talk about what the Webster's definition is, first and foremost.
0: Okay. All right, so the Webster's definition of reparations is to repay, especially when one has been wrong, and for a defeated nation. Um, That means that they would owe restitution for losing their battle or war or um, conflict. Mm -hmm. Um, Essentially, like the Germans paid reparations um, because they lost World War II. They committed crimes against the Jewish people in Germany. Mm -hmm. They held them in concentration camps, and there was an entire world war about this germany lost and they had to pay reparations um so far they paid over 70 billion dollars in reparations to um people that were impacted by the holocaust you knew that right i did i didn't know that you didn't know that right yeah i did oh you did yeah i figured you i figured you knew that now essentially um we could talk about the webster's definition all day but That doesn't have anything to do with what we want to talk about. Because we want to talk about what it means to us personally. Absolutely. Now, um, Solomon, what does it mean to you?
1: Well, um, piggybacking off of the Webster's definition, I think when people hear the word reparations, um, if they have any idea what the word means to begin with, I think the first thing that pops into their head is financial restitution for a people or a nation that was wrong. Um, However... Uh, What it means to me is I I feel it's a lot more than that because there were so many wrongs that, I mean, we're going to get into um, definitely, uh, but there were so many wrongs and so many atrocities uh, perpetrated to African-American people that um, just saying, you know, financial financial restitution, that might not be enough, Um, because money doesn't necessarily solve everything. It solves a lot of things. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, it can make your situation a whole lot better. However, you know, sometimes money doesn't solve everything. Money is not going to bring back all the dead slaves, people that were beaten to death, raped, killed, all those things. Um, So the question is, is uh, what what else should be offered?
0: Yeah, well, the funny thing about you asking that question is there are people that are, questioning whether or not anything should be offered. As a matter of fact, I was reading an article in New York Times, I believe it was, Mm -hmm. and the question was, should reparations be paid to descendants of slaves? Mm. That's, I mean, that's the dumbest question I've ever heard in my life. That's like asking, should old people go to sleep early? Well maybe they should go to sleep so they can wake up, you know, because it's hard. So that question in itself leads me to believe that there are so many people with this cognitive dissonance. Like they don't understand that reparations is something that is necessary when whites have 10 times the amount of wealth that blacks have, despite not being 10 times smarter, despite not working 10 times harder. You know, so the fact that some people question it, it just... It it makes me understand and it it should make all of us understand that we're living in a country and in a world where people don't try to put themselves in anybody's shoes but their own.
1: Absolutely. I I do wholeheartedly believe that there are two very different realities that um, citizens of the United States of America are living right now. And it's very black and white, no pun intended. But, you know, it's like what some people say, there are two Americas. There's a black American and a white American. And, you know, (laughs) our realities are are very, very different. People's perception and what they see with their day-to-day life is not even close (laughs) sometimes (laughs) to what other people's perception and what their experiences are. It's just like um, what we had talked about some time before about how... You know, especially on social media nowadays, you have all these videos coming out with people being beaten and all kind of terrible stuff happening to them. The knees putting on their neck for almost nine, really over nine minutes is yeah. what the, uh, the last that I heard. George um, Floyd, yeah. George Floyd, um, which people protested all over the world. But you got people now filming this stuff and, you know— as far as from the black experience, we're looking like, well, you know, what else is new? This has been going on this entire time, but you know, there are a lot, a lot of different um, people—some uh, white, some even other races, even some some black people, believe it or not—that have been living in a bubble their yeah. whole lives that still can't believe that this is going on, or, or like this is just like a eureka moment. This is mind blowing. This is brand new. None of this is new. None of this is mind-blowing. This has been going on for eons.
0: Yeah, but what about this whole thing? My parents never owned slaves. I never owned slaves. mm -hmm. My grandparents never owned slaves. So why should I have to pay for something that I never did, something that I don't even benefit from? Mm -hmm. You know, like, what... Do we say to people who have that attitude? Because I feel like it's very prevalent. A lot of people get on the internet, and I see I see what they say behind that screen name. They probably wouldn't say this to to a black person walking down the street, but they have no problem, you know, going on messaging boards and you know commenting on Instagram pages how they feel because, mm-hmm. in, in Facebook and everywhere else, they can. Because I don't think that they feel any danger from doing so. But if we were to see these people like face-to-face, like, um, what do you think it is we could do or should do to potentially change their viewpoint on stuff like that?
1: Well, first of all, to address um, your comment about people not being vocal in certain situations and feeling a little bit more vocal when they're on social media, you got to realize that we're in an age now where um, you can be anonymous and pretty much express yourself to the highest point that you want to and face very little to no consequences as long as you remain anonymous. Um, but on the flip side of the coin, we're also living in an age where if you are known and your name is out there and you make these comments and things like that, you will get fried. You, you will get barbecued. third You know, and people, they call it what, cancel culture is the name yeah, that they cancel. call it? You cancel. You cancel now you know you say one thing i don't like you're you're gone you're done um so no i don't think that people that say certain silly things would say it directly in front of i mean maybe some people would but you know uh, i would love to see it happen but to kind of go into your your other comment there about um you know as far as those individuals that say hey you know my my Family never owned slaves, and um, or I'm not benefiting from that. Now, on one hand, I understand, okay, when some white people say that, you know, my family never owned slaves. You know, historically speaking, my entire family was dirt poor farmers. We never participated in owning slaves or anything like that. Uh, We're a humble family. We never were involved in anything like that. We didn't participate in the Jim Crow. And, we're good and, people. And, you know, we're good folks and, and I don't care if like you're that. black, red, white, or green. Yeah, those type of things. And, you know, they're not... Um, even if they did uh, become financially well-endowed, it wasn't off the backs of slaves, um, directly at least off the backs of slaves, as in their family never owned slaves. I understand um, that position. I really do. And I would say to those people that, yeah, that might be true that your family never owned slaves. However, um, you know, as long as you can understand that, like I said earlier, there's, there's just two different realities in this country. And you got to understand that the reason why there's so much unrest today is because of the sins of the past of the genesis. And nobody is paid for. It. And um, yes. furthermore, mm-hmm.
0: America as a country, as a government, as a nation, has never apologized for the atrocities of slavery and not even just slavery, but um, what happened after Jim Crow when we were promised 40 acres and a mule and 400,000 acres were given to 40,000 black people right after Reconstruction. And then 10 years after that, only 2,000 of those families retained their property. Mm. So 40 acres and a mule... I feel like it's potentially a starting point, but what we gonna do with a mule? I mean, maybe a Corvette or something like you know. But you know, all jokes aside, the price of an acre varies from state to state. I just researched this earlier today. The price of the average acre in Maryland, which is the state that we live in, is seventy five thousand mm-hmm. dollars. That means if we got forty acres, they'd have to give us three million seventeen thousand dollars a piece. Wow. And, you know, I take mine 300000 per year for 10 years. You know, that that sounds good to me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it definitely sounds good. Uh, but, and, you know, this is kind of diverging to another topic here, which we can definitely go in depth at a at a later time. But, um, you know, it's like, okay, let's say you do get the equivalent of what was promised to, I believe it was to every black family is what it was. Yeah, it was. Don't quote me on that. But... Um, Okay, so let's say you do get $3 million equivalent, of whether it be finances, um, goods, things like that. Land. Land. You know, it's like, what do you do with it at that point? You know, I think that's something that we should also get into at a later time.
0: Yeah, I think we need a whole episode because, you know, we get $3 million. Right. I got 3 million ways to spend a dollar. <laughs> so That's right. You know, multiply 3 million times 3 million, and that's what you got right there. Now- reparations is something that we hold you know close to us because we had to fight for everything that we get as a people in this country and in this world while other people have things handed to them and then want to compare their their pain or their plight or or their you know privilege or unprivileged or however you want to categorize it they want to compare it to us like it's the poverty Olympics or something like that mm-hmm. man like. We literally are the only group of immigrants in this country that did not voluntarily come here. Everybody else here, their family decided they wanted to be in America at some point in time. My family, I don't even know where my family is from. Mm -hmm. Because essentially, we as African-Americans, and a lot of times I don't feel either African or American, but we... Don't know whether we emanate from Nigeria or Gabon or Ivory Coast. We could be from anywhere in Africa. Then we don't know what tribes we're a part of because a lot of us have Native American heritage. And then we don't know what European we had because a lot of our slave masters raped and abused our great-great-great-grandmothers, you know, hundreds of years ago. So just the fact the sheer fact that we can't trace our heritage back. It's something that was taken from us that they could never give us back, and no amount of reparations is gonna solve that. But that doesn't mean that there should be no effort made on America. I don't want to hear how long slavery was ago, because the Civil Rights Act of 1965 was 55 years ago, 56 Mm -hmm. years ago. We literally did not have civil rights or equal protection under the law 50 years ago. And they talk about how long ago slavery was, man. And it just seems like a bunch of excuses. But we could talk about this all day.
1: I agree. There's <laughs> just so much to talk about. And I only have one last comment yeah. um, in regards to um, what you talked about and reparations, Um and I feel as though obviously the first step in any form of reparations is admitting the wrong that was done. And, you know, like you stated before, there's never been an official apology or acknowledgement of the, you know, United States hand that they had number one in and forcing us to come over here sure. to this country, forcing us to build this country up and then, you know, um, For forcing free. us to live such a denigrated life. And then once, let's say, slavery was abolished officially, um, just pretty much sending us out there and saying, lift yourself up by your bootstraps. I just want to note that there's just, you know, to highlight that there's never been an official acknowledgement or apology. Never. And here's a fun fact. Um, the 50th state of the United States of America, Hawaii, Hawaii um, used to be its own island group that was... <laughs> not affiliated with the United States at all. Uh, this was not even too long ago. I think the um, state became official state in what 19? I yeah, believe it was 1960s, right? I feel like it was 1950. Don't quote yeah, me on that. Maybe but, the 50s to 60s. Um, but I would learned not too long ago that in 1993, the United States government did actually um, issue an official apology to the Kingdom of Hawaii for taking over their land. But after that apology, there was no reparations of any form yeah. that came to them. That's terrible. That. So, um, and they still, <laughs> it's still part of the United States. You know, there's still a tourist spot. So, And they did um, also
0: issue reparations to the Japanese that they forced into internment camps. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're not saying that these other people didn't deserve restitution, reparations, mm-hmm. or anything. We're saying if those people could receive those things, why of the people that built this country unable to receive anything not even an acknowledgement and there have only been a few institutions that have benefited off this institution of slavery that have acknowledged the heinous acts that they committed and tried to repent in some way but you know that's all the time we have for today (laughs) we about to get up out of here make sure y'all follow us on social media at reparations brand Mm -hmm. subscribe to the youtube
1: also, um like, comment, subscribe, um, subscribe to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash reparations We appreciate anything. Um, definitely striking up this movement. And we got a lot of energy to give you guys going forward. Um
0: And also listen to our podcast, anywhere right. you can get your podcast, Apple Podcasts, etc. This is A D. This is Solomon. And this is Reparations, reparations TV. TV.
1: Signing off. Cheers. Cheer.